Good afternoon, audience. This is the Hotness and Sweet Lady, and welcome back to another edition of Restaurant Magic Show. And we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in once again. I know you guys have different options that you guys can listen to different podcasts, but we just really appreciate you. And as you know, I'm the Hotness, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sweet Lady. Hey, girl. How's it going? (laughs) And um, on our show, we just like to connect with people that are just anything food-related. We are in their space trying to get all the intel that we can because um, we are food experts. We've been eating for years. It makes us happy. That's it. <laughs> yes, it brings us joy. We just love it. And today, guess what, audience? We have a personal chef. I mean, he goes all around North America. I mean, he's in it to win it. And I just am just like, I wish I had, like, I could put him in my pocket. But I don't think he'll fit. But um, his name is Tariq Epps of Epps Bistro. So even though he's located here in uh, North Carolina, he goes ev- everywhere. So he's a personal chef. He does catering events. And we're just excited to have you, Tariq. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. Yes, <laughs> yes welcome. We're excited. This is our first personal chef. So we have a lot of questions. Um, take you to a different aspect of the food world. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So we'll get started right off the back. First of all, how did you come about being a personal chef? So I um I was actually working in mental health. Uh, my first business and first love uh, started out in mental health. I worked in that and owned a mental health company, substance abuse, for approximately uh, ten years. But throughout that process, and even when I was younger, I always loved cooking. I always loved eating. I was a fat kid, so I mean, I ate a lot of food. It, Last key kid too he when I came home. Now y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now he's fit and trim. <laughs> I had to grow up, get get long at some point. Yeah. So um, I, throughout that process, even working in mental health, I was consistently, you know, cooking and cook, especially at my grandmother's house. My grandmother was a person that kind of taught me how to cook. Okay. Um, at some point after I sold uh, the mental health business, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. Um, I got kind of used to a certain type of lifestyle, so I wanted to cook, but I really didn't want to go and work in a restaurant to be a, like a line cook. So I still was trying to figure out what I wanted to do from there. And my grandmother told me, I mean, if you love to cook, you know, just like go to culinary school or just you know start cooking and you know figure out a way to make money with it. So I said, all right, you know, yeah. And I went to uh, culinary school here at the Chef's Academy in Morrisville, okay. and. Um, from there, I, I linked with a fraternity brother of mine that was a financial advisor, and uh, he linked me with uh, an NBA player and with the Charlotte Hornets, and um, I started working with him, um, and started making connections from there, and started getting you know more clients and uh, just doing everyday, uh, all day food for me, and, and studying and, and, and just work, really working on athlete's diet and that kind of. Um, branched out into doing more catering stuff and, okay. and just I just love doing it so anytime I have an opportunity uh, to study about food and, 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 and to cook I do it and I try to do it so studying food doesn't that sound good <laughs> it is it's a great thing you know I, I also take the opportunity anytime I like to travel right. go out of the country I oh, love to yeah. travel so um I travel to eat. Hey, that's <laughs> yeah. what we do, sweetie. We travel to eat. Yeah, we have a friend. <laughs> yes. Whatever I'm looking at, going out of the country, going anywhere, one of the first things I look at is a menu of the food that's around there. Because wow. anytime I go somewhere, I want to either learn more about cooking or learn more about food and, and, and kind of go from there. So I just, I love food, all things food. Yeah. 
Well, what, um, how did you come up with Bistro? Why did you pick Bistro? It was just the thought of bringing uh, a small restaurant to your home. So whenever I can come into your home, um, we can set up, you know, a nice ambiance if you want to do soft music and, okay. you know, a, a, a nice place setting and things of that nature. I can serve you from there and uh, we can do anywhere. I've done a six course meal before, but um, it's just kind of turning your home into a small restaurant. So, you know, I've had people come down and, and eat in their pajamas. I've had people, you know, eating, you know, three-piece suits and, you know, nice uh, formal wear, things of that nature. So, it's whatever makes you comfortable. It's your home. And I want you to feel as comfortable as possible in your home. So, so you're definitely catering to your your um, your clientele. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. It. In your pajamas. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like, like heaven, right? Just have a personal chef, cook my food, and I just stroll on out of bed in my PJs. And just sit down at the table and be like, hey, Tariq, what, what are we eating today? So one of my clients did something that was very awesome. Um, Tell us. So I came over and uh, he surprised his wife and I, I cooked breakfast for him. Uh -huh. And then right after me, um, he had a massage therapist uh, come in and gave him an hour and a half of uh, massage therapist. Someone also came in and did home, you know, Manny Petty, Cure, things of nature too. Okay. And I fixed lunch for them also that day. So, you know, it had a, a full kind of setup there. And I mean, she was she thoroughly enjoyed it. And, 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 and so th I thought that was cool too. You had everything at home. They had a really nice yeah. house too. But All right, yeah. lovers, yeah. wives and husbands, do <laughs> y'all hear that? That sounds so good. Now, do you clean up afterwards too? I do, absolutely. Oh, sweetly, that's important. Absolutely, because <laughs> she cooks all the time, and I—that's not my least—that's my least favorite thing to do, right, sweetly? Yes. <laughs> so one of the reasons too why I started cooking because uh -huh. I always used to wash dishes, and I hated washing dishes. So my mom always used to say, "I, I cook the food." You wash the dishes. Right. So I thought in my mind, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to start cooking, and then you can start washing dishes. So I cooked the meal one time. She was like, oh, okay, now you cook, you can wash dishes too. <laughs> that's Mom, that's not fair, Mom. Goodness, <laughs> you never asked me that. <laughs> oh, ask what? Can you wash the dishes? <laughs> oh, I just, it's not, my, it's not my favorite thing to do. Oh, it just doesn't think? even go in my brain to even ask you that. Sorry, but I'll think about it. So, um, in the bistro, yes. um, as well as catering, what is the largest group you've ever had to cook for? We did 500 people one time. 500 people, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the course? It was uh, sorority. Um, we did a, a meal for uh, Deltas, and um, they, okay. um, we had a, uh, it was a luncheon, basically. Okay. So it was about four, actually four and some change, but yeah, we did what a large the course? lunch. Like the menu. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, you're um, fine. We did um, shrimp and grits. Oh, yeah. Um, what else did we have there? I think we had like chicken salad sandwiches, shrimp and grits, um, like specialty drinks like uh, mango lemonades. Um, we also had uh, some like pastries, um, bacon, eggs, that kind of thing. Um, I think I also like roasted some chicken or something in nature too. Nice. No, yeah. is there a particular dish that you're known for? A signature shrimp dish? and grits. Shrimp and grits. Yeah, so um, I like to do uh, actually what they call like a fried grit cake. Oh. What I do is I do uh, the grits and do of course do all the cream and butter and things of that nature, right. and you uh, put is them out on the roux? sheet pan. Say again. Do you call that a roux? No, no, no. A okay. roux is whenever you take the butter, you melt butter, and okay. you add um, flour to it. At that point, and you kind of cook the the kind of 
flowery taste out of a flower and, come, and take that and add it to something to make it kind of as a thicker. thicker. Yeah, okay. thicker. But uh, what I do with the shrimp and grits is then I cool it and I cut them out uh, like in a, in a circle or square okay. and I batter it and I fry it. Fry it. This is the audience. This is nothing but um, trouble with a capital T. Okay, we're gonna have to take a quick commercial break, just to you know come back, and we're gonna ask Tariq some more information about you know how what tools he used to actually get his business up and running. We'll be right back. When will I get married? Waiting can never be easy. Whether it's waiting on a taxi or a job promotion, it can be difficult. When it comes to waiting on Mr. Right, aka Boaz, it becomes even more challenging to wait while you're single. In this lighthearted book, where's Boaz? I don't know, I'm tired of kissing frogs too. Best-selling author, Nevada York, offers suggestions based on the Bible's great love story of Ruth and Boaz and from her own experience of waiting on God. You will learn the attributes of Ruth and use the Ruth reality chart to do a self-check on your own attributes. Nevada also shares the 10-step plan that Ruth followed to win her Boaz. Obedience and being a blessing plays a key role. Trust the Lord and its timing. Make your season of singleness Ruth-defining. Order Nevada York's latest book, Where is Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs too. Available on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle. All right, audience, and we're back. We're here with Mr. Epps from Epps Bistro, and he is just filling us in on his signature dishes. He said his shrimps and grits, they're different, y'all. He actually fries the grits, is yes, that correct? Fried grits, so we're excited about that. We had to take that break and calm ourselves. You know how the hotness <laughs> is. But I think the hotness had a question before we left. I did. So your um, your mom, she gave you, or was it your grandmother who gave you some information? Just like, well, if you like cooking, go ahead and start your own business, yeah, right? And yeah. so how did you do that? Because it's so easy to say, but your actions behind those words of wisdom, what exactly did you do to get your business up and running? So, um, well, I feel like I always had kind of like the entrepreneurial spirit because my grandmother was an entrepreneur. She uh, was a beautician. And so I kind of grew up in the beautician, <laughs> you know, in, in the shop or whatever. But um, one of the first things I did in being culinary school, I talked to one of my professors about, you know, helping me establish a business. And he told me, you know, you wanted to write, need to write out a plan and exactly kind of how you wanted to move forward from there. Um, I told him I think that I wanted to be a, a personal chef, so he told me, you know, do some research, do some right. research about how much personal chefs charged, um, and and make sure that you you know develop menus, things of that nature, develop a marketing strategy, and who, how, when, and where you know people you want to talk to, what area you want to concentrate in, um, and um, kind of just move forward from there. Um, he said, so "Don't write be afraid." Write down and make it plain. Absolutely, and then do it. Execute. Um, <laughs> don't be afraid to you know give some people some samples. Um, don't be afraid to you know set prices where you may not make a lot of money. Sometimes you may not make any money, but the goal is always never to lose any money. So um, you know, with you being a personal chef, you don't have to worry about staff and things of that nature unless you're having a big event or something of that nature. So sometimes you know, if you want to work with a client, you know, offer them half price. Say, hey, look, you know, you pay for the cost of the food for the first, you know, uh, meal that we have, and then from there, if you like it, then we can move forward, and I can start cooking for you and kind of going from there. So. Um, 
I, I figured I wanted to work with athletes too because you know athletes have a lot of money they eat, and they they eat too yeah. they eat a lot of food <laughs> and, and, and they do um, yeah I've had some athletes that I, one of my athletes I work with was, was over 300 pounds he, wow. he was over 7 feet tall okay and what did he eat usually I mean 300 pounds over 7 feet like what would a like meal be like for someone that size so he would eat 4 times a day um, the morning times will start with a 12 egg omelet. Um, Did you say 12 eggs? Uh, yeah, almost 12 eggs. That's omelet. a cart. Is that cholesterol? <laughs> you know, is that okay? I think so. Eggs are good for you, sweetly. Eggs are good for you. Go ahead, Tariq. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then uh, I would do a, a whole chicken uh, probably around uh, like a lunchtime easily. Um, and and um, several uh, sides. He would then have like a shake. Uh, at lunch, protein shake, uh, yeah, like a, like a, a protein shake, and mm-hmm. then in the evenings he would do like you know maybe 16 ounces of a lean meat okay. and um, uh, a, a carb vegetables? like a you know a carb like a brown rice oh, yeah. and, and or quinoa something of that nature and then vegetables there. So um, lots of protein, okay. um, and then I've had players that were 185 pounds, and I mean he ate well too. So one of my best clients, I came to walk. I worked for him for uh, over three years. He plays for the Charlotte Hornets too. Phenomenal guy. Really enjoyed working wow. with him. But uh, ate well. Really enjoyed that too. Yeah. Well, you know the hotness. I think if it was good, you could eat a whole chicken. <laughs> you know, I've done that before. Especially if it was fried chicken. Oh man. Oh yeah. Tariq, do you do fried chicken? I just made fried chicken for Mother's Day. Okay, where is it at? Cause we don't see it, right, sweetly? It was Mother's Day. Oh, and it's gone. The mothers yeah. took care of all of them. Yes, they Absolutely. did. I'm pretty sure there was nothing left. <laughs> we did left. chicken and waffles, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chicken and waffles, shrimps and grits. We're learning. But look, I wanted to ask you, um, being a single cook, and you said that sometimes you cook for a large um, amount of people. Yes. How do you incorporate a staff and then let them go? I mean, how do you do that? So, um, main thing is making sure things are prepped. So um, if I have an event coming up, I have to write out exactly, you know, what I want, how I want it, when I want it, where I want it, and, you know, the logistics on what it has to be set up. So um, it's, it's good to, you know, kind of give the staff the direction exactly. This is what we need to do and kind of give everybody their own task to kind of move forward from there. I mean, but it's the kitchen, so it's still going to be chaos. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just it kind of the way it is. I mean, it's organized chaos. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you one of them chefs that fuss and cuss like Ramsey? Oh, gosh, no. Okay, thank I, you. Because <laughs> I also work with black women, and that you ain't oh, fussing and cussing at oh, no sister. Yeah. <laughs> they are fussing and back at you right there. <laughs> some of my staff, too, my family members also, but Wonderful. I'm just not that kind of guy. Right. Uh, they, you it, don't look it's, like that. It's never that serious to be fussing and cussing at some people about some food at this point. Not in my opinion so no I can't do that it's too much fun (laughs) well I'm looking like well there could be sometimes you know but you know I digress that's not me right sweetly (laughs) she has an alter ego we're we're not going there don't don't, don't even mention that (laughs) Tariq what does your family think about you and your restaurant I mean your on your bistro what do they think about what you're doing in your business well everybody's very supportive um they take advantage of it whenever uh, we have events, and I mean, you know, it's good that I can cook, but I mean, I don't always have to cook, um, you know. Say, did they just call on you all the no, time? No, 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 they're not like they that. they probably can cook really well as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right. People can okay. cook, too. Um, 
I, I just enjoy cooking for my family too so any opportunity that I have I like to try to get everybody together as much as possible and cook we don't have a big family but I mean I try to get everybody to cook as much as possible I have a 15 month old right now so wow. I like trying to cook food for her too and she's a really good eater also so you know I got she, one of those red beans absolutely she, yeah. she actually eats like collard greens and green yeah. beans and things of that so nature gross. too so yeah so yeah, she does nice pretty good it's nice that you introduce these types of food while they're young because I know some people don't and they don't have a palate that's as versatile or is willing to try different things so good for you doing so that with your daughter. That's the next things that I want to try to do and start working with um, people to help them to pr- cook food and prepare food for babies and, and children oh, wow. because we know you establish your palate you know at, at, at a young age and I mean if you introduce children and babies to all different types of foods it helps them you know to be more healthy as we you know go for get older and go from there so especially in our community i think we need to do a better job and do a good job in introducing our kids to good healthy foods because there's a lot of good healthy foods out there and uh we just don't need to continue passing down all the issues with cholesterol and things that nature too so yeah that's good so what will you tell our listeners out there if they wanted to get started in the um the catering business or either just being a personal chef as yourself what advice would you give um find a mentor find someone that has done it and has been successful with it um and 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 work with them pick their brain uh, some people go directly to the restaurant industry and work in the restaurant industry and then kind of pull you know kind of move off from there but um if you're going to work in people's homes it's important to be clean yes. to have a good personality yes. to learn how to um talk and cook at the same time because there are going to be times when people want to talk to you and find out what you're doing and you have to explain why you're cooking and, uh, and cutting and not cut a finger off or burn up something um you have to develop the senses of you know listening to whenever food is about to be done like if you fry some chicken you know at some point whenever the, the crackle of the sparkle is not yeah. as high then it's getting close to being done or you can smell things you know our grandmothers and our, our mothers and people that have been cooking for 30 and 40 years can touch something smell something or, or, or listen and know that it's about to be done turn it off it's, it's yeah. done there you yeah. go finish absolutely finish you yeah. hear that, that oil popping like it usually does you, you'll ask them how long you need to cook something they'll be like you, you'll know at some point yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. have any measurements. They don't yes. have any time frame. They just know. They know. You know. They know. So, what makes your food different from everybody else's? Um, I just try new things. Okay. Um, and I, I, I try to pay attention to the clients and their needs and wants. I understand everybody has different palates, mm-hmm. and so um, I try not to keep like food and like just a standard and always say, okay, I'm gonna put just you know this and, and and food you know experiment occasionally don't yeah. go too far you know left I'm with it yeah. but um experimentation when it comes to food is, is a good thing um and and find a good test audience mm-hmm. and, and and people that can you know tell you yeah this is pretty good and not just because they like you but you know because it's good guess what trick <laughs> guess who wants to be your test audience of course us. <laughs> the hotness. Sounds great. Because, <laughs> you know, sweetly, she wouldn't have said anything, but I'm just going to be bold and put my name out there so you won't forget it. The hotness is willing to be a part of your test audience. That okay? Great. Okay. Absolutely. I love it. Um, so, so, so what you said you traveled, um, 
a little bit. Yes. And you like to go to different places and taste your food. So yes. what's one of the most, you know, exotic places you've been and you're just like, hey. Oh, this the is most exotic thing you've eaten? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not, um, I don't know what I might try. Okay. Go ahead. So I went to Zanzibar. Uh, Zanzibar is off the coast of uh, East Africa. So I went, you fly, I flew to what they call Dar es Salaam. And in Africa, and then took a 45-minute plane ride over to, uh, and it's it's a little tiny island. It's, a, it's equivalent to our bar um, Bermuda, basically here. So over in Africa, like on the coast there, it's a beautiful place. Phenomenal food, lots of great seafood. Um, I went on a tiny boat and went fishing and caught a tuna, and they cooked the tuna right there on the on the um, on the beach. Uh, yeah, it, it was phenomenal, and it was great to be in a place where they—I've never been in a place where 95 to 98 percent of the people there were of color. Uh, yeah, that is just something to, it, it, yeah. to behold. Yes, yeah, yes, because yeah. you know it's just—it's just something different about it. You can't explain it, but it's just like wow, right? Yeah, completely. but it was a phenomenal place, a beautiful place, and I, I greatly enjoyed it there. So I would love to get back there at some point soon. So, so was it the tuna? So, I've eaten octopus, okay. um, which is not that exotic to me, but a lot of people would be like, ugh. Um, the well, tuna. Is that the same as calamari? Is that octopus? That so, yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it, it is. It is to a certain extent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the calamari rings. Frogois, uh, duck liver. I've uh, had that. I've yeah. had that. So I mean, um, I haven't gone too far okay. off the the spectrum. Okay, uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And I mean, but I'm willing to. Okay. But you know, of course, they tell you whenever you travel, you got to be careful. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not one of those people that do a lot of street meat, uh, like what they call it whenever the vendors are over out of sea, because if you get sick, you can get really sick. Yeah, you, you know? just never know what you're, you're eating. Far away from home, and you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. But we're gonna take a quick commercial break because the hotness wants to know: Is it okay to eat like um, crickets? What do you think about that, Sweetly? I think I heard of fried crickets, but <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But we'll see if it's okay with Chef Ep. We'll be back. Hey, girl. That's a nice t-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from TeamJesusClothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes. TeamJesusClothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow. Thanks for letting me know. I'm going to TeamJesusClothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to TeamJesusClothing.com and be sure to check out my favorite shirt designs, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. TeamJesusClothing.com, here I come. Okay, audience, welcome back. We are here with Chef Tariq Epps of Epps Bistro, and he's a personal chef, and he also does catering events. But before we went to commercial, the hotness wanted to know, is it okay? Or I'm sure it's okay, but, you know, what do you think about, you know, crickets, us, me and Sweetly, bingeing out? Insects. Uh, yes, yes. Chocolate-covered crickets. I, I, I won't be straight up, audience. I'm not doing it, no matter what Tariq so says. I just want to hear what he has to say. I have not eaten any <laughs> insects. Not on purpose. <laughs> that I care about, you know. But, um... Yeah, I, I'm not one of my people that turn the nose up to it. it. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. But right. maybe if I was somewhere, a couple of shots, a little bit of alcohol, I may try. <laughs> I mean, you know, because I go? think 
maybe if I drink some before and after, my mind will tell me it'll kill anything at that point and kind of go from there. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. But I'm just, yeah. I had a question. What? Just, you know, it's in my mind. So you're in someone's house and you're cooking, right? So this is one of my, like, oh my God, what if this happened? And they're like, behind you everywhere you go. Well, that's what he said. You have to learn to talk to people while you're cooking. One of the skill sets you must have. But I did think about that because how irritating is that, right? Well, so I don't know. Is it irritating or is it like, I don't you mind. know, you explain it to them? Absolutely. Just so I don't mind okay. people that are, you know, asking questions and interactive mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and whenever I know specifically I'm going to go to someone's home and they're going to want to do that, I have to make sure that I'm, I'm prepped right. very well at that okay. point. I don't, I don't yeah. want to spend a lot of time cutting stuff and things that nature I mean you know and if I'm going to you know talk to them about making a sauce I want to already have the sauce made Mm -hmm. but you know I can tell them how I made it or kind of go through and kind of go through there Um, one of the hard parts will be when people have kids and their kids are are running around because you don't want anybody's children to kind of get hurt and they're like get out the kitchen get out the kitchen (laughs) they're not saying anything I know they're just like he's just having fun with Tariq you want to be like where your mama going (laughs) get out the kitchen I'm cooking (laughs) Um, but before we wrap up um, Tariq will you please let everyone know how they can find you to hire you to you know get more of your great food my uh, website is epsbistro.com e-p-p-s-b-i-s-t-r-o.com um, I, and I guess my email address is taeps1 at uh, epsbistro.com also um, I social media I don't do a whole lot of it but I am on Instagram Chef T. Epps um, and that's pretty much it with the social media I do a little bit of Facebook but I don't do a whole lot. I need to be better with with right. doing social media at this point, um, and kind of go from there. But yeah, send me an email uh, or, or uh, go through my website and inquire from there. And uh, yeah, I'll get back to you asap. Absolutely. I've enjoyed this sweetly. What about I you? Have so enjoyed it. Our first bistro chef, and um, it's just been an experience. But before we go, I just wanted to know: Was there ever a time that you wanted to throw in the towel? I'm saying I'm not doing this anymore. Um, not really. Not really. I like it so I much. I didn't think so with no. you. I really didn't think so. A jo- it's it's always a a different. It's a different. It's never the same. It doesn't get boring, you know. I, I've the people that I work with, they're definitely not boring people. So, and I enjoy working with people. It's in the hospitality. It just. I enjoy being in people's homes. I enjoy cooking. I just I enjoy everything about it. So I mean, you know, no, not yet. That's awesome, Chef yes. Epps. And so we have really and thoroughly enjoyed this interview with you as well. Thank you so Do much, you have ladies. Any other questions, Hotness? Nope. I'm just waiting to hear back when I can be part of his test audience. I got to get it. you all some food. I know. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, if you, you didn't hear everything, you know you can hit us up. This has been the Hotness and Sweetly checking out what Chef Epps Bistro is all about.